G'day Greyhound fans, I'm Mark Duclos. Welcome along to this week's edition of Behind the Boxes, of course, the second renewal of the $2022 million chase is in full swing. Wednesday night at Wentworth Park, we had heats of the million dollar chase maiden, as well as the Masters Meteor this Friday night, three heats of the Group 2 Sydney Cup, eight semifinals of the Tab Million Dollar Chase. And then on Saturday night at Wente, we've got six heats of the Young Star Classic. So exciting times for Greyhound Racing fans, particularly here in New South Wales. Last week, of course, we heard the sad passing of Queen Elizabeth II, Her Majesty. We all know that she was a great lover of animals, particularly horses and dogs, more so corgis. Uh, but again, with Queen Elizabeth's passing, it's a very sad time for so many people right around the world. And if you're of my vintage, you grew up at primary school singing God Save the Queen every morning. I was lucky enough to see the Queen at Royal Ascot uh, back in 2012, and it was really one of the highlights of my career. So very sad news about the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. We will have a National Day of Mourning here in Australia, September the 22nd. So that will mean a change to nomination times. Check the GRNSW website, thedogs.com.au for all the latest changes to nominations uh, around that National Day of Mourning. Last Sunday afternoon, uh, trainer Michelle Sartana registered the biggest win of her training career when Sacred Stance took out the Group 2 Hillsville Cup final up the straight. Uh, $50,000 in first place prize money to Sacred Stance whose career now stands at 18 starts for 12 wins, owned by the Punters HQ Syndicate. I know they paid big money for this dog uh, earlier this year, a former Tasmanian. Uh, Michelle's had him for probably the last six or seven starts. Look, he broke down at Maitland back in uh, early May, I think it was, and since then... Uh, he's been flying and he took that form to Hillsville last Sunday afternoon. We see him winning here uh, from box number three, $50,000 first place prize money. Well done to trainer Michelle Sultana, the Punters HQ Syndicate, and of course, Sacred Stance. Now, moving on from last week's announcement about Greyhound Racing New South Wales paying fourth place prize money, uh, there is also a change to the travel subsidy or starters fees. It is now a flat rate of $60 per dog across the board. So great news from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Fourth place prize money, $100 for City and Tab Track, $75 for the country TAB meetings, $50 for non-tabbers and travel subsidy fees, $60 across the board. All that comes in October the 1st. And they are set and ready. Welcome back to Behind the Boxes. Time for Form Talk. I'm joined by our, our mate, Timmy the Battling Newbold. Hey, what a Friday night we got coming up. This first segment of Form Talk Battler, we're going to talk about the Group 1 Sydney Cup heats, uh, Group 2 Sydney Cup heats, I should say, over the 720 metres. It sees the track record holder Super Estrella go around in the third heat. But let's kick off with heat number one. OO Range comes up as favourite just in front of Corborn Magic. Yeah, I'm in the corner of OO range, uh, Duke. Uh, you know what you get with him. He's, he's a front-running stayer. I like him drawn out there, wide out, where he can just carve across, take up the running, and he'll be hard to run down if he's bowling along on his lonesome in front. He's, won 40, he's run 41.70 on a ramble with Park. He's been in the uh, money in all three runs at the track and trip. Um, 
few interesting runners with the Victorians in Boom Lateral and uh, and first uh, pick coming up. They're first up at Wentworth Park. But if they do bring their best Victorian form, they can certainly figure here, Duke. But yeah, I'm in the corner of OA range. All right, race two is the second heat of the Group 2 Sydney Cup. Uh, one of your old favourites. I say old favourites nicely. I don't know whether he's still a favourite. Zipping Kansas, he draws box six. He's 290 and favourite in front of Tiger Jack from box two. Days of Thunder, the Queenslander uh, from the red. It is currently at around the $5 mark. Oh, he, he's just hit and miss, isn't he, Zipping Kansas? If he does begin, he can go to the top and then he'll just win, run quick time. What will he do at Box Rise? Uh, look, he's short enough around the $2.80, $2.90 mark. I'm steering away from him. One at value, uh, number four, Gypsy Wyong Duke. Uh, we know what she can do. She's a multiple group one winner. She goes well at Whitworth Park. Um, she was back in winning form two runs ago at the Meadows uh, before failing at a latest run, finishing midfield. Uh, look, she's got a little bit of a tricky draw in box number four, but with a clean getaway, she's got the pace to roll forward, settle on the speed and run a big, big race on an each way basis. She's currently around the nine, ten dollars uh, That's my play in the race. Hey, Battler, she's one of those dogs that, as she said, she's a multiple group one winner. She went around the 7.15. She's been in everything by the Warrnambool bike race and performed admirably. She's always big odds. She is well. She does. She just flies under the radar. She's not one of those big name dogs, which, which gets you know probably all the accolades which she deserves. So she, she's got four Group Ones now. Um, it's quite a remarkable feat. And you're right. She goes around at double figures more often than not. Um, and I think just in this race, I find I found this a tricky race, Duke. Zip in Kansas. We know what he can do. Days of Thunder, I thought she was disappointing. She can be a bit hard to catch at times, but if she turns up in the best form, she'll be very hard to hold out. And Tiger Jack, well, he, he's a little hard to catch at times too, but if he puts uh, his best paw forward, he'll be awfully hard to beat too, but just where will he settle in the run? Yeah, he. Uh, I can tell you, he went post to oh, Andy slipped him in front of the 700 boxes the same night that Super Estrella broke the track record. I think Estrella came home in 12.24. I can tell you that Tiger Jack came home in around the 12.20 mark. So we're yet to see the real Tiger Jack over the 700. It may be this Saturday night. It may be not because I put him a little bit in the same category as Sipping Kansas Battler. Yeah, I know you've always had a big rap on him, Duke. Uh, it's just what he's won one out of 10 at Winnie over the 720. He's been in the money eight times, don't get me wrong. He's been very, very consistent. I'd love to have one in the backyard, but he has only won one of the 10. And uh, I'd say most of those 10 runs, he started probably $3 or shorter. Well, the big question is how are they going to beat Super Estrella? She comes up with box two in the third heat of the Group 2 Sydney Cup uh, coming off. A 41-21 track record run. But I've got to tell you, I'm surprised they put up $1.35, $1.40. I genuinely thought that she'd be a $1.20 chance in this. Yeah, I actually thought uh, pretty much uh, the same, Duke. Uh, I was a little shocked, $1.35, and she's even money to take out the final. Um, she should just qualify. Um, and then you're getting evens in the final if you want to play it that way, because uh, she'll probably be... If she comes out and wins, she'll probably be a dollar sixty, dollar seventy in the final. Do you got to imagine? Um, yeah, she should just go straight to the top. Uh, run her rivals into the ground yet again. Astonishing, astonishing win. Forty-one twenty-one. Can did you ever think you'd see a dog no. go that quick around Woodworth Park out of the seven twenty? I, I, I didn't think I would. I, I, I thought that record would have stood for 
oh, probably the the duration of the uh, what we've got left of Whitworth Park over the seven hundred and twenty. So um, yeah, I, I think she'll just win again. And as I said, oh, look, I, I agree. I actually think she'll start dollar fifteen, dollar twenty. I think those big punters will open the shoulders on Saturday night, and she'll be the anchor in all the multis. That's for sure. All right, your best of the three heats of the Sydney Cup, your best bet and your best value? Oh, look, I think on an each-way basis, Gypsy Wire, I think she's got a great chance. She's around the uh, $9, $10 mark. Uh, My play in the Sydney Cup, Gypsy uh, Wire on an each-way basis at that price. Let's turn the clock back now on Behind the Boxes. And before there was She's a Pearl, before there was Fernando Bale, and before there was the likes of Brett Lee, the super sprinter in Australia in the early 90s was a greyhound by the name of Flying Amy, trained by Ronnie Ball in Queensland. She was a dual greyhound of the year in Queensland. She won the National Sprint Championship. She won back-to-back Gold Coast Cups. And one of her big wins in Sydney was the Premier's Cup at Wentworth Park. And racing, Flying Amy came out brilliantly in the centre. Gallant Ruler got away well from Perplex, the inside, but Flying Amy leads. On the payroll was Balked and Bourbon Express, the inside as they head to the back, and Flying Amy hit top gear. Is three on Gallant Ruler, two lengths away on the payroll. Bourbon Express a length perplexed as they go to the top corner. Flying Amy is flying, and Gallant Ruler's flat as a biscuit to stay in touch as five behind it. Third is on the payroll at a break of six. Bourbon Express perplexed, but well in the straight. Flying Amy clear on the payroll roll the second about flying amy wins the premier's cup and wins it brilliantly flying amy retired with a record of 59 starts for 42 wins and 10 minor placings over three hundred and fifty-four thousand dollars in prize money she does go down in history as one of the super sprinters of australia and they are set and ready Welcome along to Behind the Boxes. Welcome along to our Form Talk segment this Friday night at Wentworth Park. It is semi-finals. The second renewal of the Million Dollar Chase for 2022. Timmy the Battler New Bowl is here to discuss each and every one of these semi-finals. We'll kick off with race number four on the card, Timmy. It's the first of the semi-finals. Looks a battle between the wings here. Mortified comes up with box number one. Only a young dog. Nine starts, seven wins today. Only a young dog, but gee, she is a talented greyhound. She ran 29.55, winning Adapto two runs ago, then 29.86, leading pretty much all of the way at Weddy in a latest run. She's drawn box number one, which is ideal. She's two out of two from the Cherry. She's got a wider runner in two, a wide runner in Teddy Bear in box number three. She's going to get an airport duke to drive up on the inside, take control as she runs a 29.8 or thereabouts. She's clearly the one to run down. Really keen on Mortified. I think she's uh, the best bet on the program. Just got that gun draw with the wide runners in boxes two and three. There is a roughie here, Duke, at $51. Charlie's Jar. Uh, He's broken 30 seconds. He'll have to run a PB to win uh, this race, clearly. But, gee, at $51... Uh, I could throw something very, very small on Charlie's jar. He did run 29.70 on around Bathurst a few runs ago. And uh, if he happened to begin, he'll move, he'll rush forward in the early stages. A little roughy Charlie's jar. I've got, I think Panama Pepper might struggle to get across from that wide alley with all the pace in the race. Yeah, he is poorly drawn. We spoke to Steve with us after uh, he won his city qualifier last week. He said he wanted to draw close to the fence. He's come up with probably the worst possible result in box 
Mark's number eight, but I tell you this, he is a hard chaser, but the way the, the drawer has fallen to me, it's hard to go around mortified in the first of the million dollar chase semifinals. Race two is the second of the semis. The favorite here from box five is good odds cash. Uh, Ibrox Wildfire, second pick in the market at 350. Aglan Loy jumped out of the ground last week running a new PB. He comes up with a rails draw. Yeah, I like Zara's Ivan here in box two. Desperate for an inside alley and gets it here. He's been drawing five, six, eight of his last uh, four or five runs. The last time he had an inside uh, alley, he did win at Sandown in 29.50 odd. He's been to Wentworth Park many a times. He's run 29.73 PB, yet to win at the track. He's had eight runs, but he's run five minors and run some really, really good races in, in elite fields. As I mentioned, well drawn nearer to the uh, inside in box number two. I think he's a great gamble in this race. Uh, good odds cash. She's a favourite. Look, we've been singing her praises for, I don't know, a bit over a year now. Uh, good odds cash. But, oh, gee, this is a tricky draw, Duke. Yeah, it sure Park, is. Yeah. Brilliant beginner. Great turn of speed and a wide runner. She's going to have to absolutely nail it like she did in the national sprint. She'll have to come out under the lids because Lime Rock Park won't give her an inch in the early stages. So uh, uh, she's got a, uh, her work cut out, good odds cash. Yeah, and again, you know, her class is, is something that, that can yeah. overcome these problems. And as she said, she speared out in that uh, national sprint final. She's going to have to do it again uh, in this semifinal to get through to another million dollar chase final she's favorite and frankie and tracy hurst they're flying at the moment as well all right race six on the card the third of the semi-finals uh important scratching here in number one analyzing now uh, we're recording the show on wednesday afternoon um do not think that at this stage orchestrate will start from box one because if there's another scratching in the race timmy it becomes a ballot for the boxes um, sure so at this stage at this stage if there's only the one scratching orchestrate will go in but if there's two scratchings in the race it'll be a ballot between orchestrate and let's wing coin to see which box they come up with yeah you're right on the mark there duke but gee if he does end up sitting up in the cherry oh he's going to be hard to beat vermoose is a real pacey type in box two and does want to shift yep. off the track a little bit so he's going to get a beautiful run whoever draws box one whoever does get the one here is going to get a great run through the first corner. I, I, I'm with Orchestrate. I thought his run was uh, tremendous uh, first up at Wentworth Park uh, last week. Uh, he got into trouble in the early stages. He was in between runners, but he he, he showed grit and determination when he finished uh, third behind Father Rick. Uh, we know the times he's capable of running, uh, what he's done at Albion Park and around Ipswich, uh, with a with a, a fair getaway. If he draws box one, he'll just rush up the inside. On the lure, I think he's probably a 29-5 dog around with Park Duke. Uh, I've got to be with him. Clear danger is um, Coast Model and, uh, and Zipping Alabama. Clear dangers, I should say. Zipping Alabama, hasn't she... Uh, been a revelation since going back to the sprint trip. Wow, Timmy, Timmy, let's just break this down. Start 51, she runs 29.52 <laughs> at Wentworth Park. Start 52 after being over the 700, she runs 29.36. That's she's a pearl times. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's mind blowing. It, it really is. It really is. Um, yeah, John and and Minnie have got her absolutely airborne. 
yeah, if she can run that time again Saturday night, she'll be hard to beat. She's got that. She, she's she's always been strong. We know that, but she's showing that much early pace. What she run five forty eight at a latest run. So the yeah, break five, eleven and a half coming home. Yeah, five forty nine previous run. So she's she's got speed in her legs in the early stages. If she can uh, hold a striking position, whatever's in front, if she can hold a striking position, she'll be hard to hard to hold out. But uh, I've just got to be with orchestrate, and I am banking on him drawing that yep. inside alley. Okay, let's head across to race seven, semi final number four of the Tab Million Dollar Chase. French Martini went post to post there on Saturday night, twenty three seventy seven. Someone said, "Wow, that's flying." Well, she's a 29.46 winner of the Group 3 Ladies Bracelet there. I'm not surprised she ran that sort of time post-to-post one out. Yeah, but when you when you saw right, 23.77, you had five, even if you say 5.50 to the mark, that's got to run in 29.27. Add, add, add a couple, add a tenth or so for, you know, being in a race and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, still true. around the 29.4 yeah, mark, right? Yeah, you know? Look, yeah, it's... I, I'm not sure what the record is there at Winnie, post to post, but I'm sure that'd, that'd have to be it, or they're very close to it anyway. Um, yeah, I'm keen on her here. Uh, again, she's another who, look, I'm not a big fan of box one at Whitworth Park, and probably uh, all the years I've been doing form and I've been betting at Whitworth Park, I, I've, I've never been, you know, a huge fan and don't normally sort of, I like to gravitate toward more middle boxes, particularly when I find good beginners and speedy greyhounds. But gee, French Martini, she's another drawn in box number one on set, uh, Friday night who's going to get a nice run with a wider runner in box two in Father Rick or a straight tracker. Not, not a real wide runner, but he's certainly a straight tracker. So I think she's going to get every chance. We know she's flying after that that trial last Saturday night. Uh, you know, plaintiff, uh, he comes up to Sydney in career best form. Um, this is going to be one hell of a race, Duke, if they happen to come out cleanly, both of them. What about Shipwreck, a 29-3 winner? Yeah, I, I totally, I agree. But if Plaintiff comes out, like I know what the, the, the time Shipwreck did run that time around with Park, he came out airborne. That's not normally his go. He's not normally as quick a beginner as what he did on that occasion. So uh, he'd have to do what he did on that night at Woodworth Park again, I think, to be up, to be beating Plaintiff and, and uh, French Martini here. I, I'm banking on, on him not coming out like he, like he did on that occasion. Uh, I think they're the two main chances, French Martini and Plaintiff, but I've got to be uh, French Martini, gun draw, uh, going to get every chance. And as I said, she is, uh, she's at the peak of her powers at the moment. All right, race eight, all eyes will be on. She's a pearl who comes up with box number six. If she wins on Saturday night, Timmy, she becomes the highest stakes earner in history. And if she wins, she goes into the race on Saturday week, I should say, uh, looking to become the only greyhound in history and quite possibly uh, the only greyhound that will ever do it to win $2 million chases. Who knows if we'll ever have two in a year again. Uh, I spoke to Andy just before we recorded this. He said... Last Saturday night, she was 75%. Friday night, he thinks that she'll be at 90%. And if she is to get through to the final in, uh, you know, uh, Saturday week, he said he thinks that she'd be 100%. She has to get through. I thought a win last Saturday was really tough after being belted at the first turn. Yeah, she showed a, a grit and determination, didn't she? Um, Cop that bump. Uh, she got into second position. Then she just knuckled down and she was too good. In the run, when the time flashed up 29.86, I was a little 
probably shocked. I thought, oh, they've probably run 30 here, 30 and one. So she's still going well, Duke, to cop that bump, balance up again and still run 29.86, 75% right. So, you know, if Andy, you know, if she's 90% come Friday night, she's running 29.50 odd, isn't she? Or thereabouts. Look, she's clearly the one to beat. I don't want to take a dollar fifty-five uh, at all, uh, but I don't want to back anything to beat her in this race. If you are looking for a play, number three, he's on fire. Backing him to run a place, he's currently around the even money mark. Gee, yeah, I think good run last Saturday. Yep. Yeah, terrific. Well, run down by She's a Pearl. Yep. He ran twenty-nine ninety-two. First run around with Park. He'd been running over the three hundred meters. Uh, prior so we'll strip fitter for that 500 meter run his, his opening section was 538 no speed in one or two uh a wider runner in four i think he goes straight to the front or you know probably if he does run 538 i think he leads and she's a pearl and um zipping maserati will be coming across as well but i think if you want to play this race i think uh he's a fire a place only around the two dollar mark is a great gamble all right let's head across to Race number nine on the card, semi-final six of the Million Dollar Chase this Friday night. Uh, a couple of scratchings already. Number three, Muffler and seven, Impress Brommel are out. We'll wait for the reserves to get their boxes on Friday morning. Zipping Kyrgios draws the pink. It's currently $2.50 in favourite. Yuko Girl off box two, Timmy, three fifty second pick. And Duke, this is another race where uh, these uh, reserves, uh, where they go into here, will change the race completely because Black Fox, Greyhound 9, Fast Beginner and Plenty of Early Burn can run mid-530s yep. to the market Woodworth Park. Now, so if he goes into box two, I should say box three, presuming there's only two scratchings, if he goes into the three, well, UK girls got to contend with him. But if he goes into the seven, well, Zipping Kyrgios and Zipping Tesla have got to sort of contend with him. So... I'm with UK girl, hoping Black Fox does go into box seven. Uh, <laughs> because if he does, I think UK girl will lead on her ear. Um, and if she does, she'll run 29.7, 29.8. And it's very hard to run uh, the leaders down when they're running that time in front. So I'm with UK girl. But yeah, this race is, uh, we'll know more when the, 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 the reserves allocated their boxes here because it's going to really uh, play into either UK girls' hands or the other pair. All right, race number 10 on the card, the seventh of the semifinals. Gee, this is as open as the Sydney heads, literally. Uh, he's grand off box number one, uh, around the 350, 360 quote. Casual glance from box six at 340. I, I thought that was way unders. Uh, Aston Brack sitting up off the pink at 380. He's grand's had six goes here at Wenny, yet to win. Uh, thought he had the race in his keeping last week and he got run down. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, I was shocked he got run down last week. Uh, yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. Uh, very, very open. Uh, one of the hardest, well, probably, I think the hardest semi final of the Definitely. night. Yep. Uh, Aston Barak for me, uh, he was outstanding through the Goldwyn series. Outstanding. Um, I do like him when he's drawn wide out, although he hasn't got a great record out there. He's only one, two from seven from box eight, but he does handle wide draws. Bit of speed underneath him in casual glance. Fat boys dream they might be charging over and sort of jostle 
with the inside runners and he might be just minding his business right out wide, get the fly through the first turn. And if he does, he runs 29-5, 29-6. I've got to be with Aston Barak from that alley. But yeah, it's a tricky race, Duke. Yeah, I tell you what I played here, Timmy, at around the $12 mark. Hold me up from box five. Uh, I do contend he has to lead. I think he can do that if casual glance, who at its last couple of starts hasn't come out the way the old casual glance used to. Uh, and hold me up, so 29-7 uh, runner at Wentworth Park. Uh, the squeeze draw, let's say, it is the problem, but I, I really don't want to play the race, but I did play the $12 because I thought it was overs. Yeah, uh, does need to begin from that that tricky draw with uh, a heck of a lot of speed drawn directly on his outside. So yeah, it's uh, look. I can't knock anyone for trying to find a little ruffie at ten or twelve dollars. Yeah, I tell you what, I do like a dog in the last battler. Uh, the favourite is Milka Big Boy off the red at three dollars forty. Richard Donner, a Group One megastar winner, off the pink at six fifty. The dog I'm really keen on is McInerney uh, from box number two at four dollars forty. Two starts here at Wenny, a third in the national sprint behind Good Odds Cash. Made ground last week running second. Uh, can you give me any confidence there? Oh, absolutely. He's got a great chance. His run was a belter last week. Jesus, good run. I thought his run in the national sprint was a really terrific run, but yep. last week was outstanding. 29.81 coming from off the pace, and he's a front runner. Um, he led in the national sprint and he, he boxed on really well. It's been about a length at the end, finishing third. He'll be better for two runs around Woodworth Park. Uh, great chance. I thought he would have been favourite, to be honest. So he's currently around the 440 mark. So he, he's a definite bet at that price. Melcap, big boy, very fast greyhound. Um, not sure whether he's that well drawn the rails. No, I think he wants outside, mate. Yeah, because he's very touchy and then he lets rip. Coco model is probably the key to this race because she can lead ping. Yep. She does want to run across early, but then she straightens up at the first turn. But if she lead pings, she could annoy two and one. And that's why I've sort of found it a, a bit of a tricky race. And I'm looking for a roughie here. And I think there's two, uh, both at double figures who've got great chances. Number four, Special Blend, who is a greyhound who just flies under the radar but he can run quick time and he's made a, a heap of big races Duke around, around New South Wales and Nangar chief Greyhound seven. He trialed 29.52 at with park last yep. week. So yep. we know he's got the time. He's, he's got the, the, the um, speed in the legs to run that time. He's, he's very touchy early. Then he, then he lets go. But even if he does miss it here, he hasn't got a great deal of speed drawn on his outside in Ritz Adonna. Uh, so I'm playing the race that way. A couple of roughies. Yep. No, number five, not today, comes out. Uh, if it stays that way, Embrace, uh, who took out the Peter Mossman Opal, a 29.68 winner at Wentworth Park, will get the start. But again, we'll wait for Friday morning for that. All right, Battler, we need your best for Friday night. Don't forget, we are broadcasting live on thedogs.com.au. We've got a, a massive four-hour show on Friday night. You'll see that on the Dogs website and also the Dogs Facebook page. But give us your best for Million Dollar Chase semifinals. Race four, number one, Mortified. And race seven, Greyhound number one, French Martini. Lagosiani, can he get another one into the big final? All right. I uh, I will catch you at Wendy on Friday night, mate. Looking forward to a Duke pump for a big, big night of racing. You're watching Behind the Boxes. Well, last week we... 
brought in a new member of the team, the Hound. Got to tell you, it was an inglorious start to uh, the Hound's career here on Behind the Boxes, but we're going to give him a chance to explain himself and redeem himself. Hound, uh, I imagine there's been no uh, a la carte dinners this week after zipping Novak and his green got rolled last Saturday. Baked beans all around, Duke. Baked beans all around. No excuses. Tipped plenty of winners on the night, but not the ones that counted for the uh, followers. All right. I was asked by a number of people at Wentworth Park who the hound was. I didn't give you up. Didn't say who you are, whether you're a male or a female, where you live, whatever it is. So I've respected your anonymity as far as uh, the hound is concerned. But we need to tip winners. That's why we've got you on the show. Uh Massive night on Friday night. Of course, we've got Group 2 Sydney Cup heats for the stayers. Uh, eight semifinals of the Million Dollar Chase. Give us your two best bets at Wentworth Park this Friday night, and hopefully you'll be back in the good books with all our followers. Well, Duke, we're going to call on a couple of heavy hitters to help us out of the, uh, the doo-doo here, I think. Uh, and first up, we're going to go with Super Estrella in the uh, final, the third lead of the Sydney Cup. Uh, this girl is number one in Australia. And, uh, yeah, as I said, let's let's get with the strength and expect it's Estrella to kick us off with our first winner. Hound, are you just are you just playing safe there? I mean, she is $1.30. And, and the bloke around the corner here at Woolloomooloo tipped me to her to this morning. Yeah, that's good. I think the $1.30 value, Duke, I've got to be honest, given the fact that we see dogs go up $1.10 every week. I think $1.30 for a track record holder, and that record will stand until Wentworth Park is no longer. Um these days, we don't get the modern-day stayer just doesn't show the consistency that this girl shows. She's been running times that are win you a 280 scamper, a 520-metre race, and she can do it over the 720, sustained speed and strength. What is your second-best bet on Friday night at Wentworth Park, Hound? Well, I think the second-best bet might really tug at your heartstrings a little bit, Duke, given the, given the fact that you're sporting a surname that has got the uh, Parisian flavour. We're going with French Martini. A massive post-to-post trial there last Saturday. Yeah, the uh, the dogs were barking. That's that's for sure and certain. And um, look, I don't know much about the French I talk. I was too busy having my head in the form guide when they were explaining some of the uh, French terms. But I know one thing: we, oui, we, oui, and I know another thing: uh, croissant. They're the they're the two they're the two French words I keep. And croissant stands me in good stead when I go to. Uh, my cafe, which is Cafe Oulala, when I get a coffee in the morning and a croissant, they're the only two things I've got to learn in French, wee oui, wee oui, and croissant. All right, let's hope you're right, Hound. Uh, my all-up at Wentworth Park on Friday night, I'm going race two, number two, Tiger Jack, in a heat of the Group 2 Sydney Cup. My next best is the last event on the card, race 11, number two, McInerney. Really thought he was impressive last week. He ran third in the Group 1 National Sprint Final as well. Now, we heard from the Hound, the cooler managed to stop orchestrate last week at $1.90 pop. The cooler this week says that Zipping Alabama cannot win. Don't forget, Zipping Alabama ran 29-36, winning there last Saturday night. Zipping Alabama is in race six on Friday night. It's number three. It's currently around the $2.90 quote. That is the dog that the cooler says cannot win at Wentworth Park on Friday night.
Well, we've got a jam-packed calendar as far as Greyhound Racing in New South Wales is concerned. Friday evening, the semi-finals of the Million Dollar Chase and also the Group 2 Sydney Cup, uh, first and second in each of the heats of the Sydney Cup, plus the two fastest thirds make their way into the final. That will be held on Saturday week, along with the Million Dollar Chase final, the Million Dollar Chase consolation. The Masters Meteor the Million Dollar Chase Maiden and the Young Star Classic worth $25,000 to the winner. So Saturday week, a massive night at Greyhound Racing headquarters at Wentworth Park. And don't forget, if you're trackside on Million Dollar Chase night, you'll get a chance to become the lucky winner of $1 million for yourself in our Million Dollar Giveaway. You must be trackside at Wentworth Park. So a huge Saturday, September the 24th, this Friday night, and on Saturday week, Timmy Newbold and myself will both be trackside. We've got a showcase coverage of both of those meetings. You can watch them at thedogs.com.au website. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this week's episode of Behind the Boxes. We'll be back next week to talk about the biggest race in the world, the Million Dollar Chase Final, $1 million to the winner. I'm Mark Duclos. Until then, bye for now. <laughs> 